What's going on? What's going on? I haven't uh, I haven't talked to you guys in a while, and I fucking apologize for that. You know, um, got the wonderful, wonderful intro with you know Skyfall Sound. Shout out to my boy Ruslan Tyab. Um, he provided that fucking enchanting instrumental. Um, check out his IG. I mean, he doesn't really post much, but you know what I'm saying. Like, I got I got plugged the homie real quick for providing that awesome, awesome instrumental. So thank you for that, Russlin. Um, you know what? I'm sorry, guys. I uh, honestly dropped the ball. I said I would make this thing oh into a weekly fucking thing. I did the exact same thing where I just like left it for another two weeks, and I apologize. Um, a lot of crazy shit kind of ended up happening uh i actually did end up recording an episode but you and it was about kobe and it, it was probably about maybe a day or two after his passing and after listening to it back it was just it was honestly too difficult to listen to not because you know i was i was saying anything profound um i was actually not really stringing together a coherent sentence so I figured that you guys wouldn't want to hear that shit, me mumbling my way through and just trying to wrap my head around something that just happened. So I decided to not release it. And instead of re-recording something else, uh, you know, I decided to send this whole laptop to the Apple store. So what ended up happening is I thought I was going to get it back during the weekday. They ended up taking their sweet-ass time. Um they ended up uh, taking five days instead of two. So I had to, you know, wait on them. And guess what they fucking did? Uh, they they didn't have to replace my whole keyboard. They replaced my whole motherfucking keyboard. And guess what happened? Guess what fucking happened? Yeah, you guessed it. You fucking guessed it. They replaced it with a whole French keyboard. French is a beautiful language, but I don't fucking speak that shit. I don't write that shit. So it's like, motherfucker, you didn't have to replace it. Why did you replace my keyboard, bro? Like, fuck is wrong with you? And you know what? Like, I became I became homies with one of the Apple Store employees. Like, me and him got along, man. Like, he, um, Man, like, we connected off of the Japanese culture and shit, and just, like, he told me he wanted to go there, and, man, like, I thought he was my boy, but he did me wrong, man. He did me fucking wrong. Um, I, I appreciate, I appreciate that he was so nice to me, but at the same time, I just can't help but to be disappointed. Because, goddamn, man, I have to bring this shit in again to the fucking Apple store of again and i work with this piece of equipment dude i fucking work with this so again i'll come into work without a fucking laptop having to borrow my fucking manager's laptop dude shouts out to emma you are the best um so anyways uh i wish i wish i could have recorded another episode but i never got the chance um and also it was kind of my fault too because the kobe shit wasn't clear it wasn't coherent and i i will i will touch upon that um later because I, I do i do have some thoughts regarding the whole topic and the tragedy 
of Kobe and Gianna's death. Um, rest in peace to both of them. I will get into that later. Um, first off, I want to I wanna get into the Oscars. Um, you know? So... Because that that did end up happening last night. You'll probably hear this in the morning, you know what I'm saying? But, oh, man. Oh, fucking man. Um, Parasite cleaned up last night. It really fucking cleaned up last night. And I couldn't have been happier for for film, you know? Um, I mean, all year, I, I, uh, it, it's funny. It... it ended up becoming my I ended up becoming the white person that watched Get Out. Uh, I became the person that was like, oh, do you watch Parasite? Do you watch Parasite? Do you watch Parasite? Um so just to give you guys some context, Parasite is a Korean film. Um, you know, talking about uh wealth inequality and the myth, the general myth of how if you work hard uh, you know what? I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to get into it. You know what? Uh, fucking watch that shit, bro. Uh, for real, if you haven't already, I'm not doing a spoiler episode. I'm probably going to end up doing it. Like, if I do do that, like, I'll probably have a friend on because I'm not about to riff about that shit. But it's honestly my favorite movie of last year. Now, is it my favorite movie that I watched last year? That's debatable because I watched Shoplifters. And that will be uh, very hard. Um, also, one thing that my brother tells me is to not compare things with each other. That's a whole nother debate. That's a whole nother fucking debate. And I wouldn't even touch upon it now. I was just really happy to see that um, Parasite won all those awards. But also, also, man, I... um. The Oscars, the Oscars are really, the Oscars is a really entertaining award show. Um, I watched it for three hours and I left thinking, wow, what a, what a great award show. And, you know, something that I noticed is that they, they're very good at just getting the punch, just delivering hit after hit after hit. It's it's not like the Grammys where it's all drawn out and shit and just I don't know it's it leaves you thinking like dude just hurry the fuck up. The Oscars from beginning to end the pacing like the pacing was right um the uh hosts or or I guess the announcers coming up on stage like of course it was hit or miss but when it was hit man it was there were there were some really really great 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 moments last night with uh yeah so i i'm actually going to make a youtube video about that after i record this podcast so yeah i'm going to be working working all night i'm going to be working all fucking night um so stay tuned for that piece of content um so yeah, with without getting too much into it, man, I I really enjoyed the Oscars. I thought they did a really great job with pacing. I'm really happy that um, Bong Joon Ho won Best Director, and um, they won Best Screenplay. Uh, they bought, they won Best International Film. They won Best Film. Um, man, I, I'm just so happy. I'm just so happy that that movie won. Um, they really got that shit right, 
And yeah, it's it's mind boggling that I, I guess I guess it it probably has to do with like you know with with a lot of I mean look a lot of great films came out this year and they were also nominated for an Oscar. But I guess it's probably so rare that a film is this universally acclaimed, you know? And I do see people out there trying to be fucking devil advocates and, you know, they're trying to say, like, they're trying to discredit this this film. But, I mean, that's so few and far in between, more so than any other uh you know any other scenario that i've that i've experienced like it's just people people really really fuck with this film man people really fuck with this film and including myself um so again shouts out shouts out the fucking uh you know the whole the whole cast and the whole team that brought parasite to life like it's it's fucking phenomenal. It's great. It was amazing. And if you haven't watched it, watch it. Watch it. I've been telling people all year, fucking watch that film and then they ignore it and now oh, I mean, okay, that's that's not fair. No, I, you know what? You know what? That's not fair. Just because I recommend you shit doesn't mean uh you know that that means that um that that doesn't necessarily mean that uh, you're. Uh, I'm entitled, you know. what I'm saying to no. Fuck that. You need to watch that movie. You need to watch that fucking movie. Watch it right now. Um, turn this shit off <laughs> and watch this movie if you have it. I'm telling you, it's fucking fantastic. Um, because I really don't want to talk about this shit on the podcast. So you know what? Since I don't want to talk about it, let's move on. <laughs> love the oscars it was amazing um you know i i and i thought that the kobe tribute was was really nice i um wish that billy eilish and phineas performed bury uh bury a friend or bury my friend i think it's bury my, bury a friend but i wish i wish they performed that song um Although the Beatles song was quite nice. But you know what? I, I want to take this moment to sort of transition into the Kobe tragedy. Um, you know, there's there's much that a lot of people haven't said that I could say. Um, I, I guess I just want to sum, sum all of this up and say that I didn't realize how much Kobe meant to me until I got that news that he passed away. Um, when, when I got that news, I just stood there in disbelief. Um, and, and I got it like most people did through Twitter, I guess, through, through TMZ announcing it, um, which, was, which was very fucked up um, because his family didn't know. You know, like, before the police um, could give his family the news... They already knew through news outlets just being thirsty for this information. And I guess it can't be helped. But man, come on, man. That's that's just that's just fucked. Um but yeah, what once I got this news, I uh I honestly broke down. I started crying. I started bawling my fucking eyes out. Like I just you know, I, I was so overwhelmed with so much emotion because 
I just realized that. I mean, I, I would say the Warriors probably jump started my love for basketball that whole 2016 season. But the first game that I was captivated by and so enthralled by, and, you know, it confuses me to this day why I didn't start watching basketball after this moment. But I think it was during um, game seven of the 2010 Lakers and Celtics series. Um, you know, I was just scrolling, like flipping through TV channels as you do at that at that era and at that age. And I stumbled across that game. And, you know, it's that's that's what I um, that's what I've come to realize over the past few years. Sports commentators are really good at filling uh, people in that that don't necessarily know too much about the sport. Uh, they're really good at making people feel included um, into the conversation and into and you know like provide they're really good at providing context as to what is happening and the historical um, significance to all of it. So I guess I guess the commentators are able to catch me up in that moment and you know my my eyes were glued to that screen. I just I was really close to it and I, I guess throughout my upbringing I, you know I didn't really I didn't really know much about basketball other than Kobe Bryant w was the man I had no idea so inherently just watching him play and watching how he hustled and just knowing that little amount of information about him I was rooting for him to take it home and he did. And that that was important. And then I guess after that moment, you know, I, I sort of kept up with his career, but not really. And during the 2016 season was his retirement season. So I ended up watching the Spurs and Warriors game and caught the last half of that Kobe game. Or not last half, but I guess that last quarter. And it was... I remember even I started cat, uh, watching like commentary too, and like Shaq was daring, I guess, telling him to score fifty, and he ended up scoring sixty. Um, and you know, just watching how hard he worked and his uh, ethos of work your fucking ass off, even if you have this naturally. Uh, you know, God-given talent. Work your ass off. Um, be the first and last person in the gym. Like, that That whole mentality, um, I think it's so admirable and so many people can connect to it. It was, man, and, and even seeing the latter, the second, the second wind of his career, as somebody in the entertainment field, the, the fact that he went out there and won a fucking Oscar and also, you know, it's, it's just he kept that competitive spirit alive in so many different areas and he was just so content with being done with basketball. It was just all these things were so admirable and, and um, you know, it, 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 was, it was fucked because... I remember a couple of weeks prior or maybe like a month prior that meme of him and his daughter 
courtside came up. And, and that's, you know, it, it was already so hard that he passed. But man, like, it, it, was, it was really hard that one of his family members had to go as well. And the other people that were on the plane that, you know, family members, loved ones, they had to pass as well. I mean, there's there's a lot of, I think there's still a lot of mystery behind what happened. Um, I mean, not like my opinion of what happened really matters. Uh, but people are saying that it was a foggy day and everything, but I just feel like they've done that, the pilots done that flight, type of flight before. And I think there's there's a risk in flying, you know, taking that flight. But yeah, it's, it's fucking tragic, dude. Like, I, it's tragic. It shouldn't have happened. Everybody on board should have lived longer than they did but when it's your time you just never fucking know when it's your time it's your fucking time and it, it's just inspiring though because if i could be half even quarter of the person that kobe was i'd be fucking satisfied too but you know what i think I think Kobe would have wanted all of us to think beyond that. I think he would have wanted us to max out our potential, you know, whatever we could, you know, in uh, whatever field makes us want to achieve that. And in his in his memory, I'm really going to take that. Mamba mentality all throughout 2020, all throughout this decade, because, man, he's someone that I looked up to and someone that I will tell my kids about. He's going to be my Muhammad Ali, you know, just like how, how my dad told me stories about him. I'm going to tell him about Kobe. So that is my little, my my tribute. So rest in peace, Kobe. Rest in peace, Gianna. Rest in peace, all those that passed away on the flight. Um, I can't name you guys off the top of my head, but everyone's families are in my prayers, thoughts. Um, yeah, so let's... Let's fucking dedicate the rest of this whole year to them. Um, and to just, you know, making making this short amount of time on this planet better for others as well. You know, and, and leaving that type of impression on other people. So I just want to say rest in peace to them. You know, rest in fucking peace. Moment of silence. Um, 
And with that being said, I'm going to line some mood with some music because I think there's some phenomenal shit that came out this this uh, last week. Um, also, a lot of shit that I found, too. Like, this girl named May that I've been really playing and I've been jamming along to her shit. Like, all, uh, all, uh, all fucking weekend, I guess. This song is two by May. Hey. Yeah. Nah, this is this is the type of vibe I'm on. Like I'm already like bro, there's like two feet of fucking snow outside piled up and I'm already playing summer bangers, dude. Like I I've been playing like man, it it's crazy. Like my um uh, an A&R I've been talking to uh, named Brody Harvey. He uh, shouts out to him. He works at Opposition. Um, he put me on to this song called Midnight by Kruam. Oh, fuck, I haven't had to pronounce this. But Kruangbin and Leon Bridges. Fucking phenomenal track, y'all. Like, is this even going to play? This is just... Five minutes of pure, pure, pure excellence. Like, yo, this shit is crazy. This shit is crazy. Okay, no, I can't I can't play this whole thing because that's gonna take way too long. But there've been so many great releases like that Brent project, that Brent Fiaz project. Fucking oh, so good. So fucking good. Um oh, oh. One song that I'm going to put you guys on to at the end, ooh, it's going to be, mm, it's going to be good. Um, just stay tuned because that song is coming up. Also, alternatively, you can just look in the description and I, I, I mean, I put that song up. Well, I'm also going to put those two other songs up as well um, that I just played. So, you know, just uh, hold tight. Uh, and I guess like read the description <laughs> for all for all the for all the songs, you know. So um, I also found this guy named um, Sun. Uh, wait, what is his name? What what the fuck is his name? Ah, Kansano. Um, Kansano. So he's a Japanese R&B and soul uh, singer. Um, R&B singer. Why did I say R&B and soul? I am not. I am not iTunes, okay? That's not how I categorize music. The fuck is this? So I found this song called, um, what the fuck was it called? I think it was called Don't You Know the Feeling. But his music, it low-key reminds me of Katranata, kind of. Like, honestly, Katra could probably remix his shit, and it sounds so good, bro. Like, God, what what an amazing, amazing fucking musician. I think it's stars in your eyes. Oh, it might be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Aha. No, it's not this song. Um, it might be my girl, but I don't I don't remember this shit, bro. No, it is my girl. Hey. Yeah, could you imagine? If Katra just busted this out, like, just did a did a bit of an edit to this, like, ooh, 
yeah it incorporated his bounce into it like oh my fucking god this would get the whole party lit like i, I you know what low-key i'm gonna put this in my dj set so don't um katra if you're listening um don't put this in your fucking serato i'm kidding i'm kidding um one of my goals this year is to interview Katranada. So I'm gonna, I'm actually just going to put that in the air. I, I want to inter- interview Katra. I know he's a really private person. Um, but if I could get a short conversation with him even, like, that would be great. Ten-minute thing, I'd be really appreciative of that, you know? So I want to I wanna elevate my interviewing game to the point uh, where I could get to that, you know? So um, ideally, I'll probably get... Oh yeah, I'm also going to Toronto next week, but that that's going to be a whole nother discussion. There's some bullshit I want to get through real quick. Just blast off on some topics if you will have me. Um, Billie Eilish's comments about hip hop. Yeah, no, she shouldn't have said that. Um, she shouldn't have said what she said um, about hip hop, about how essentially rappers are liars and how, you know, how... It shouldn't be a big deal that, you know, yeah, I, I guess I guess she kind of like volunteered this interview information during an interview. Like no one asked her about hip hop or rappers in general. Like I just man, it, it kind of sucks because I really, really like Billy. But you know what? She's a young kid. Like I think it's not beyond a take that an 18 year old would have about hip hop. And I think it's honestly like she's probably grown up with it. It's probably something that she listens to a lot. So, you know, while I would like to shoot her some bail, like she, she fucked up. She shouldn't have even commented about it. And honestly, it's, yeah, it's like, I don't know. It's, it's as if she was saying something that was so like mind bogglingly, like, you know, it'd be one thing if people legitimately thought that everything that rappers were saying um, or everything that rappers said was true. But you know what? You could, you could, you could, um, you could expand this throughout all genres. You know what I'm saying? Like, artists musicians they conflate things they don't they don't tell the truth all the fucking way and that's just not music that's just not art art would be boring if it was literally a documentary like there's some things that there could be a lot of things that artists conflate but that's just art there's absolutely nothing wrong with that the beauty about it is that we're taking things that happen in our imagination and expressing it in a beautiful way. So my take with Billy is that she shouldn't have said it. It's wrong. However, um, she shouldn't really be crucified for it that much. I mean, we should just, you know, like I just hate that she's be- become this poster child of uh, mainstream music hate, which, which, which really sucks. Um, because it, that take is also very basic and just, it's, you're not really promoting any new ideas. Like what, what are we really doing here? You know, better than Billy fucking spewing off this bullshit, you know? So 
Yeah, I, I mean, I think the best thing would be to sort of just, you know, tell her what's up. And I think, I think if somebody broke it down to her, she would be like, "Oh shit, my bad." Like I don't know, man. Like it's 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 not that it's not that serious, you know. I just don't, I just don't like what she said. So that's that's my Billy take. Uh, Nikki versus Mick, uh, Meek Mill. Um, that got fucking messy, guys. Um, holy shit. Holy fucking shit. There was, uh, there was, there was claims of domestic abuse. There was, you know, claims that Nikki knew for, knew that her brother who, who is, you know, just recently got sent to prison, I guess, or, or was convicted for, um, being a sexual predator for, towards a little girl. Uh, Meek Mill claimed that Nikki knew all along that he was a pedo. Uh, yeah, it's it's crazy. And they also were subtweeting each other, so they weren't even sending each other direct tweets. So the crazy part is that they were probably just refreshing each other's pages <laughs> just to see if they responded, which is, which is fucking crazy, man. Like, man... I I feel for Nikki's husband, dude. Like, man, if if my ex was still like fucking fighting with her ex, dude, like I'd be so pissed. Like, man, <laughs> I'd be so fucking pissed if they were getting that messy. It's like, why are you still talking to your ex for? You know what I'm saying? Like, why are you still talking to your ex? Like, fuck off. You know what I mean? Yeah, man, I'm I'm happy to be single if you know so uh, speaking of which speaking of which um cuffing season yo yeah yeah, yeah. guys cuffing season is almost over you hear me so enjoy your cuddles while you can and enjoy enjoy those uh those uh you know that warm body while you can because i'm telling you cuffing season is about to die uh or not die but it's about to end i'm actually really hungry so yeah um you know what i'll take this moment to eat i'll take this moment to eat because i have some really good i have a really good place to go with this uh, so I'm going to go eat some food and I'll be back. Peace. Amazing. Um, this reminds me of Big Quint when he would go on his uh, food intermission uh, during one of his react videos. Wow. I don't know if many of you understand that, but I just wanted to say, man, like this is why I wanted to eat because this is so fucking important to me and like I just need to get this shit off the right way. All of you cuffed motherfuckers, it's over for y'all. Do you understand that? Like after this Friday or yeah, after this Friday, cuffing season is done. Man, I'm a... Uh, I'm 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 gonna definitely capitalize on these breakup memes for sure. I'm just gonna keep churning them out. Uh <laughs>
I'm going to learn how to Photoshop just so I could uh, get some Twitter clout. You know what I mean? Or no, maybe I'll just make some dumbass like breakup tweets so I could blow up off Twitter. Like this is, this is, uh, yeah, it's happening, man. Um, the sun's, the sun's going to come out a little bit longer. Um, you know, the parties are going to start ramping up in energy. It's just, man. All you couples out there, it's over for y'all. Well, not for all you couples. Honestly, like for anybody that started dating um, after Halloween. So November 1st. So cuffing season starts at November 1st and generally lasts, you know, until... Until when? Yeah, until February 15th. February 15th, the day after Valentine's Day. Yeah, this this shit is this shit is done for y'all, man. It's uh my condolences already um to anyone that's about to break up. And if you feel your partner is about to get a bit choosy, uh dump their ass, man. It's not it's not worth it's not worth the trouble, bro. It's not worth the trouble. Um, she or he just wanted you as a fucking um I don't know how to say this in, in English, but utampo. It's like one of those, it's, you know, those like plastic, those those rubber bags that you fill up with hot water and you like put in between your sheets. One of those things. So you were, you were nothing but that. <laughs> you were that. Um, so yeah, if you can, if you can feel your partner getting a bit choosy, I would, I would advise you to just cut that shit off. You know what I mean? Like join, join the better side, man. Join the fucking better side, bro. Like I, no, you know what? In all in all seriousness, I mean, I was about to say some shit of like I've never been happier being single, but it's not even just about that. Cause I've been single and I've been miserable, but so I'm I'm single right now. And what was that? I don't know. But basically, what I was saying was that I'm single right now and I can't I can't think like right now I'm in a really really good space like this this new job of mine you know it's been it's been going great it's been going amazing and the fact that after work I can focus on like external projects and just planning shit out you know what I mean like not saying you can't do that with a partner. In a perfect world, you should be able to do that with a partner. It's just, I think, given my history of partners that I've chosen, I'm for sure like better off just being single. Because, you know, at, at the end of the day... Um, I, I really don't believe in the oh all all men or all women are this way blah 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 they're this personality type like there's they're so bad to me nah no 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 hold up hold hold up for one second it's not because all men and or women are like that it's because you're choosing those kinds of people that shit. Ladies and gentlemen, and if you don't prefer to identify your sexuality and your uh, gender, like, man, 
man, it's a choice, bro. It's a motherfucking choice. Um, if you if you find if you think that all go- guys and girls are like fuck boys and fuck girls, you're choosing them, man. And at the end of the day, you need to look within yourself to figure out why this is happening. Oftentimes, it comes from a place of, you know, just dissatisfaction of ourselves. We can't. We oftentimes it's because we we don't view we view ourselves in such a bad light that we think that we deserve that nah man it's not the case you deserve way better and you will get better if you work on it i mean i uh you you know i'll get messy i'll get fucking messy to be honest like all my exes man like I'm not going to say that. <laughs> oh, I'm not potting today. Oh, I'm not potting. I'm not potting. I'm not potting. If I had someone else with me right now, like it probably it probably happened, but no, I'm not having this discussion. I'm not getting messy. I'm not getting messy. Maybe one day. Um I can't articulate it well. Um that that wasn't a good sentence to start off with. All of my exes dot dot dot. Um no, I'm not <laughs> you're not you're not catching me you're not catching me i i'm not slipping up so all in all um to get to get to my greater and final point about all this enjoy cuffing season while you can but you know um the spring is rolling around summertime's coming like hey it's gonna be fun um yeah don't get too attached don't get too attached to that person because you will probably get your heart broken when somebody comes in and, um, yeah. Somebody comes in and you're the person that you thought was your significant other becomes attracted to that other person. I mean, it is what it is. It happens. And at the same time, if, if you, both of you become single, you just need to learn to let go, you know? So that's all I'm going to say on all this. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was my cuffing season segment, y'all. I'm going to I'm gonna try posting this up on my IG and I'll see how it goes, see how the reaction goes. So, yeah, if <laughs> look, if you want me to like answer some like relationship questions, fucking hit me up. I'm down. Um, I don't get messy. I mean, I do get messy, but I think that's why you'll appreciate it. You know what? Nah, fuck that. I'm going to get into my exes. So generally, <laughs> with my exes, I would say that, um, uh, I, I don't know how to say this, but oftentimes I find that they generally don't do better than me. And yeah, it's coming from a really egotistical and kind of shitty place. But at the same time, it's kind of true. Um, they always end up downgrading. And I, oftentimes I found that um, like a lot of, I mean, a lot of friends would say this, but like overwhelmingly they would say this, that I could always do better. Um, there's that. But also um, 
you know, like a lot of my exes tend to have like really, really low self-esteem and then they'd act like, oh my God, how did I, like, how did I get you? Like that kind of thing, which is fine. And I think, I think part of that and part of why that would make me feel good is because of my lowest, my, my low self-esteem at the end of the day that, you know, that hearing that was important to me because I just didn't think I was good enough. Um, so uh, oftentimes these exes would get jealous. Um, I mean, it is, it is what it is, uh, which would, which would get, lead them to do some dumb shit. You know what I mean? Um, so 2020 and beyond, I kind of realized for myself, like, I don't want to get in a relationship unless that person is on my level or above that. Um, you know what I mean? Like, I think I'm, I think I'm ready for that shit. I think I'm ready for all of that. Uh, so until then, I mean, I'll be happily single, mind my own business, making friends, you know what I mean? Like, working on how to grow this podcast thing. Like, I mean, shouts out to y'all for listening to this, like, every week. I appreciate y'all. Um, yeah, you guys you guys are fucking beautiful for doing this, you know? Um, so I appreciate y'all. Uh, yeah, so this this year, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to be working on this, working on my YouTube channel, which I'm actually going to be recording a video, like, immediately after this. Um, so stay tuned for that. Uh, yeah. So yeah, focusing on my goals, just making friends and, you know, like getting my foothold back in Montreal, conquering Toronto and the city as well, making my way down to New York and conquering that place as well. Like, yeah, like, yeah, it's, it's just, it's gonna be a good fucking year. Like I feel focused. I feel really, really focused and energized, you know? So, yeah, I just, um, yeah, this is a, uh, I think I'm going to leave it here, actually. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty satisfied with the way that it went down. I thought I was maybe going to record something for like an hour and a half, but no, nah, I'm, I'm going to leave it here. The pacing feels right. It feels good. Um, yeah, I, okay, so I'm going to play, play a song for you guys today. Um, by this amazing, amazing artist named Kenny Hoopla. Kenny. He, how do I describe his music? His, he uh, plays alternative rock. Um, with like it's it's like a very nostalgic early two thousands um, alternative rock, mixed with a little bit of emo as well. Um, you know, so I, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to play this, um, enjoy this song. Um, yeah, hope you, hope you guys fuck with it. Whoa.
So that song, oh sorry, I come in uh, real strong here. So that song was How Will I Rest in Peace If I'm Buried by a Highway? How Will I Rest in Peace If I'm Buried by a Highway by Kenny Hoopla. So I'll include that in my list below as well. Um, so you can you can find that there. Um, this has been a wonderful episode. Um, yeah, thank you for thank you for being with me, man. Like I, I appreciate y'all and um I appreciate y'all for listening to my rants and you know, we're gonna we're gonna elevate this thing to the next motherfucking level. Um yeah, ideally, ideally I'll have an interview in Toronto. If not, well I'll also probably record an episode with the wonderful, the amazing Brittany. Shouts out to her. You uh if you've been listening to this thing like you would know that i've gone around for a couple episodes now this will be our third so i i I think it'll be really interesting to see like the place that she's at the place that i'm I'm at and then just coming together in that way so wow i just have this jolt of fucking energy now um so anyway i i'm gonna be i'm gonna be creating my youtube video right now um it's a secret as to what that topic is but you know, ideally, ideally, I will be finished by tonight with that as well. So it's been a wonderful episode, guys. Um, just remember, um, 
if you start dating somebody at the beginning of cuffing season, uh, I know the end is coming, but you know, don't, don't, what was that saying? Don't, don't cry for the times that you have, but the memory, I don't even remember. All I'm saying, man, is that he or she belongs to the streets and you can do so much fucking better. You hear me? Um, let me repeat. He or she belongs to the streets. Belongs to the motherfucking streets. I, that person doesn't owe you anything. You don't owe that person shit. So enjoy yourself. Enjoy your life. I read a wonderful tweet that said, um, don't, don't let your relationship get in the way of finding the love of your life. Now, that is a horrible tweet, and I do not condone it. It's flagrant, but at the same time, it's jokes and kind of true. So I basically got through everything. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see y'all soon. All right, take care, y'all. Yeah, I'll be in Toronto this weekend. Oh, yeah, so also I'm going to be in Toronto this weekend. If you're in town, hit me up. I'll be there until Wednesday, um, probably late in the, yeah, like late in the afternoon. So, yeah, hit me up, hit me up, hit me up. Let's uh, let's link and let's build and let's do all that shit. Let's get this jumping, bro. Let's do it. Let's run it. Let's fucking go. All right, bye, y'all. Love you. Peace.